What's up, dude? How you been? Dude, I've been doing pretty good, bro. You know, just working. How you been? Well, not bad, dude. What's it been? All of like a month, maybe, <laughs> since yeah. our last episode? Honestly, like two weeks, I think. Yeah. So it was not last Friday, but the Friday before that. Yeah. So, yeah. Like two weeks. When this gets released, though, it'll it'll probably be about, it'll probably be a month, roughly. Yeah. Because I try to drop an episode out like once a week. Okay. So usually Mondays, so. But my parents are also in town, so I can't record. First of all, my mom does not know I do this podcast. Oh no! Fuck no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if she if she listened to the shit that we were talking about, she'd fucking disown me. All right. Well, maybe probably best if she didn't hear it. Yeah, she's like, well, that's why I try and keep this a secret as much as I can, <laughs> which is funny. But but um, she's like, oh, like, dude, in like my first two episodes, I'm talking about like fucking three ways that I've been a part of. Jesus, and all kinds of like like God. weird shit. I'm like, God yeah, damn. no, yeah. I, I'm like, I fucking hope my mom never hears this shit. No, that's not a that's not a that's not a show for her to watch or listen to. No, say. no. So what have you been up to, man? Literally, dude. Um, nothing really. Just working, and then I watch like a horror movie every day in October. Sick. Same. And I've been crushing Metroid Dread. That fucking game I was telling you about. That oh game yeah, yeah, yeah. When, yeah, we, yeah. Re- when, we, record, when we recorded our first episode. Yeah, you just got it. I just got it that day. I popped it in that night, and I was up until like. Oh, dude, how two. fucking excited were you? Oh, you slide that disc in. You're all like, Ooh. oh no. Well, and it's funny because yeah. it's like a little tiny cartridge, like so small a child can fucking swallow it and choke on it. It's really dangerous. But yeah, that's what Nintendo likes. You know, Nintendo and their gimmicks. They like to do. That yeah, shit. yeah. Is it for Switch? Yeah, Nintendo Switch. Dude. Sick. Um. Never played it, but I heard great things. That's my that's my favorite game series, and uh, this is the what was it called again? Metroid. Metroid. Uh, this one's Metroid Dread. So it's the fifth game in the uh, like the main series. Okay. Um, and then they have the Prime trilogy, and they're working on Prime Four, which is like another sub story. Um, I'll have to check it out. I was always a huge God of War dude. Oh, I think you like so. So, like so that. I always I. Like game, like campaign games, like Assassin's Creed and God of War, where it's like these huge elaborate storylines. Yeah, I get lost in them, rabbit hole for sure. Well, I think you'd like Metroid then because God of War kind of has like a similar, in a way, similar structure. It's not a hack and slash game, um, but it is an adventure game, and you get new power ups to help make yourself stronger, and you get more health right. and missiles and stuff through exploration, and then exploration, and then the whole world opens up to you. As you gain more abilities to discover new areas, it's such an addictive gaming experience for me that like, I, I don't know. Whenever I beat it, whenever I beat one, I'm just like, I really yeah. just want to play more Metroid. I don't really want to play any other games. Yeah, and it's funny that we're opening up with this because any of my cousins or friends or my roommates who listen to this episode are gonna fucking roll their eyes. And they're like, oh my god, is these fucking talking Dude, about Metroid again? Again. <laughs> They fucking, they're so sick of it. He's so like, it's nonstop with this motherfucker. Yeah, right? literally, bro. I, I get obsessive with it, and, and I'm just excited. You're so just excited to talk about it. So anytime yeah. you meet dude. somebody new, you're like, dude, I was playing this fucking game. Yeah. It's fucking sick. You should check it out. Check it out. Everybody check it out. If you haven't touched it yet, there's fucking, there's like nine games total, but Metroid Other M is garbage. And I own it on the, on the Nintendo Wii. I own it, but it's so bad. Okay. That even Nintendo was like, yeah, this doesn't exist. Okay. So don't worry about that one. But there's eight amazing games that you guys should all check out if you're a big adventure single player kind of person. 
And that'll be the last of it because I will not stop talking about it. Yeah, yeah fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. But that's basically what I've been doing. Yeah. That and horror movies. So how have those, so, so what have you been watching? Um, What have I been watching? Dude, and I watched, I've watched so many, I'm just drawing a blank. Um, I watched the new Child's Play from 2019, which I watched that last year. Wait, they rebooted it? Yeah. Yeah, it's why on, the fuck am I just hearing about this now? <laughs> it's uh, it's on Hulu, and to be honest, oh with you, okay, it's to be honest though, it's uh, it's a lot better than it has any right to be. Really? Yeah, and they set it up. It's not like like voodoo curses or anything like that this uh-huh. time around. There's no, there's no like real uh, what's the word like magic involved? I guess. Okay. Um, it, it's literally like technology, like. Okay, so it's not supernatural. Supernatural. That's the word I keep forgetting. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's not supernatural. Um, it's all like technological. Although, honestly, dude, if when you watch it, um the type of AI they have in this fucking doll, that doll should probably cost like thirty thousand dollars. Okay. It's so smart. I'm like, this is unrealistically. And it kind of makes it fun. It's like C3PO of uh, fucking children's toys. <laughs> more than, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because C3PO like actually understands what you're saying to him and he can talk back. Yeah, it's he's like familiar that. with over, what, I don't know. Like 3,000. <laughs> 3,000 languages, something yeah. like that. So yeah, like the, the buddy doll is the super ridiculously underpriced intelligent AI. And gotcha. there's, there's so many things and it's funny because uh, you're a tech. So there's a scene, if you watch this movie, you're going to look at it and be like, wow, this is really fucking stupid. But it's great. It's fun. It's got some gory moments. It's got it's horror. Yeah. Um, there's some kid actors in the movie too. And I really don't give a shit about kid actors in horror movies, but they did a good job. They added to it. Um, what's her name? I can't remember her name. She's like the... What's she in? She's in Parks and Rec. Um, young girl. Oh, um, um, April Ludgate. Uh, yeah, what's her um, name? Fuck, fuck. I know her because I have a crush on her. Yeah, me too, dude. She's so Everyone cool. does. If you don't yeah. have a crush on fucking Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. Oh, my dude. God. Dude. She is fucking perfect. Yeah. Aubrey Plaza is in that movie. Yeah. yeah. I think I fell in love with her with uh, with uh, Mike and Dave's wedding dates. Oh, dude. That's the name of that movie. Uh, look, side story real quick. I've been trying to figure out what the fuck that name was for that movie for like a couple of years now <laughs> text me that after this text me that after this episode because i want to dude i'll fucking text it to you right now hell yeah um, mike and dave need wedding dates dude mike great and movie dave. and they're super simple names too i was trying to figure it out um but yeah i know abby plaza's in it um and then we watched the original child's play and then we watched the original halloween after we watched halloween kills on sunday this last sunday we're gonna get into that in a second yeah we're about to yeah Excuse me, we're about to get into it. Excuse me, this damn uh, pumpkin porter, dude. Dude, isn't it fucking good, dude? It's so I, good. I love it. I um, love it. It gets me in such a happy mood. Yeah, I'm chilling I'm like, right God, now. Oh, I'm, I drink it. I'm like, oh, it's October. Yeah, I'm, it's fucking. I'm big chilling right now. Yeah, dude. It's it's that time of year. I mm-hmm. I love it. But what what else did we watch? We watched uh, Tales of Halloween, which is like this kind of b b horror movies. It's like an anthology series, kind of like in the same vein as. Uh, I keep drawing so many blanks. It's like I know all of this shit in my head, and then I get on the mic, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, you're on the mic, like, fuck, dude." Yeah, it's like um, it's it's almost like stage fright. Except it's, yeah, it's mic fright. Exactly. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
creep show. You're creep show. Yeah, yeah. Or even uh, the Twilight Zone. Or yeah, but they basically like tell stories and yeah, then like and they're anthologies. Yeah. So that's what Tales of Halloween are. It's just a bunch of anthology stories that uh, kind of interconnect towards the end, but they're all separate stories, and it's a lot of fun. It's like it doesn't have nearly the, the nearly the production quality of like Creep Show or even Tales in the Crypt. Right, right. But it is fun. It's a blast. Some of the stories are hilarious. None of them are really scary, but it's like it's good spooky Halloween goodness. Yeah, I got into I was I was kind of last night actually. I was I was cleaning, I'm trying to get ready for my parents showing up. Um and uh I was laying in bed and I'm like, do I want to watch an anthology series or do I want to watch a horror movie? And then I kind of leaned towards horror movie and I put on The Omen. Great time. The original one? Oh six. Okay, I haven't seen no six, um, but I do own the original. I like to own like a lot of those seventies, eighties, nineties. Well, yeah, 60s. you have to. I wish it, like probably over the next year, I'll probably be slowly collecting all my favorite horror movies on yes. like DVD or something, but like the classics. I think my because I actually did not like horror movies growing up, and I didn't like them when DVDs were popular. <laughs> DVDs or Blu-rays. Like honestly, I remember watching. The remake of Evil Dead uh-huh. um, at my buddy Andrew's house, and I fucking lost it. I was so petrified of that movie. I was like, dude, I, I was like, I was, I was like, please don't make me watch this movie. I don't want to watch it. Like, I was that kind of with the Deadites and everything. With the Deadites and the like, you've seen the remake, right? The remake, I haven't. I've only seen um, the originals. So, so yeah. I've seen Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, yeah. and then Army of Darkness. Yeah, but he, yeah, well, there you go. So even then, the Deadites as a kid when I watched Army of Darkness, terrifying. terrifying. They still terrifying. scare the shit out of me. I dude, watching the show Ash vs Evil Dead. At first, I'm like, God, I'm like those fucking. I'm like the Deadites are fucking gruesome. Yeah, gruesome. Um, but that's how I was though. I was like, dude, I don't want to fucking watch these horror. Yeah, movies. when you're like, a kid, you're like, fuck. And and it's funny because I was like, twenty two, twenty three when I was like begging my roommate at the time. I was like, dude, please don't fucking make me watch these, dude. Like, yeah. I don't like horror movies. And I don't know what happened, but excuse me. I don't know what happened, but um, all of a sudden I'm obsessed with horror movies. I can't get enough of them. Yeah, dude. After uh, after I watched Exorcist when I was eight, I was, I was pretty much numb to everything else. Yeah, no. And I watched part of Exorcist. We talked about this last time. Yes. I, I slept next to the stairs. Yes. And petrified. I think that's what turned me off of horror movies for a while. The Exorcist? Yeah. Because her same. face, dude. Her it's, you can't terrifying. unforget it. And then they made the, the Scary Maze game. I know we talked about this last time. Oh, the Scary Maze game. The Scary Maze game, dude. You you take your cursor, and you can't touch any of the walls, yep. and you get to the top, and what do you get is a fucking flash image of her face. Yep, and a jump and a scream or whatever. It's like one of the... It's like... Yeah. And then like her face shows up, and dude, you fly back out of your fucking chair. Yeah. <laughs> the way it smacks you in the face <laughs> on the screen. So but glad. the weird part is, like, they don't do it when you when you finish. They do it before you finish. Yeah, or isn't when, it like if you touch the wall? No. No? No, you just start over. Oh, shit. Like, you touch the wall, you start over, but when you get past, like, when you make it to a certain point, because what that game does is bring you so close to the monitor because yeah. you don't want to touch the sides. Oh. And then when you get to a certain <laughs> point, it just flashes her face up. Then they do the jump scare. Yeah. And it's that that's a great example of just a jump scare. Exactly. But it also is funny because it's like 
one of the first trolls when the internet was still pretty young. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what a dick. I never. That's like when YouTube that. just came out. Yep. Oh, dude. And yeah, fuck. When I first jumped on YouTube and all those jump scare videos, and I was so naive to the internet. I remember getting fucking Rick rolled for the first time when I was like, I was like 10. Okay. Or, or like 11. And I was like looking up Legend of Zelda shit all the time. Yeah. And it was like, Legend of Zelda movie coming out. And I was like, no fucking way, dude. I love Legend of Zelda. And I clicked on it, and I got fucking rickrolled. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm pissed. I was so mad, dude. And that's when I realized you can't trust the internet. And ain't shit has changed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but aside from that, um, so you were saying you got into, you went back and watched the original Halloween. Yeah, after we watched Halloween Kills. Because uh, it was me, my cousin Anthony, my roommate James, my roommate Taylor, and his girlfriend Sarah. And Sarah has never really seen a lot of horror movies. Uh-huh. Um, and so she went with us to watch Halloween Kills. But she didn't really get much of the context of like that whole universe. Yeah. So we were like, well, let's at least watch the original one from 1978 when we get home. And so we ended up doing that. Um, and then... I don't own the Halloween 2018 version of it, but that is something on my list that I'm probably going to buy. I'll probably buy it this weekend, honestly, yeah. to rewatch it so I can watch Halloween Kills again. Yeah. So it's been it's been the buzz this Halloween. It's probably been the most kind of anticipated event, I think, this month. Yeah. I would say and so. it is, we, we talked about it last time. We're both pretty excited to watch it. It is Halloween Kills. And now we have watched it, and here we are. And now we are both. This is this is precisely why I brought Sky back so so quickly. Um, it's because we both watched it, and we both want to do a little bit of a review, <laughs> literally on, on Halloween Kills. Literally after he watched it, he like, texted me. He's like, "Dude, I just watched Halloween Kills. We need to record an episode. We need to talk about." It. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, "Dude," because. If I'm not mistaken, you sent me a message after you watched it. I think so. You were like, you're like, dude, I just watched Halloween Kills. It was awesome. I th- yeah, I think it was something like that. And or- then I was, I was super jealous. <laughs> I was super fucking jealous. I'm like, God damn it, I haven't seen it yet. I've been the one that's like been Red so hyped about it. Yeah, I've yeah. been like, and I did a deep dive on how on on. I can't even say deep dive. I just went back. Um, I made it a goal to watch horror movies leading up to this or just for the month of Halloween. I'm like, this is a month that's strictly devoted to horror. Yeah. I'm like, I 31 nights of Halloween, all that shit. <laughs> so I've been watching, uh, I, I went back and watched the old Friday the 13th. Um, I got into Hellraiser, which I never watched prior to now, which is super interesting. Yeah. I have to super interesting. And I went back to the originals started from one, uh, and watched like one and two. I think the last Hellraiser movie I got up to was the third one. And like I said, Talon is the one who's like super crazy and has yeah. seen all of the Hellraiser movies. So we actually talked about it last week. He's like, hey, man, you guys down to just watch these? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Anytime. Uh, yeah. I love movies. I love horror. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. 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 Dude, it was super interesting. It was super interesting. It's different. It's very different. It's very like. It's not a slasher. No. I, I can't call it a slasher, but he, but Pinhead's kind of roped in with. With the classic yeah. slasher, but I think it's because he's that kind of era of antagonists. Mm-hmm. And I think Pinhead is 
such an interesting villain. And he really is. And honestly, I don't really know much anything about the universe of the Hellraiser series, and it's been years since I've watched them all, so yeah. I can't really comment much on it, but I know that he's like pretty terrifying. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's menacing. Because he's like he's a torturer from hell, and that's his only job. Exactly. And like if he shows up, you're fucked. And uh You're fucked. <laughs> There's <laughs> We had this uh Well, I sent a I sent a picture to one of my group chats that I'm in, um, with like all the boys. And um it was like, who do you think would win, uh, Pinhead or Freddy Krueger? And me and Taylor both agreed that Pinhead would fucking mop the floor with Freddy Krueger. Really? I think so. I don't think Freddy Krueger would stand a chance because Freddy Krueger would do anything he could to terrify him or torture him, and he would fucking love it. He would eat that shit up because Pinhead's all about pain. Pain He's and all pleasure. about enjoying his pain. Yeah. yeah. It's and so he was like, uh, he would laugh in the face of Freddy, and yeah. I'm like, I don't know, dude. I don't think Freddy he would tell he, he would tell Kirsty to stop crying. Exactly. He's like, no, no, no. Don't waste your tears. He's <laughs> exactly. like, don't waste it. It's like, save he's, it for when I'm torturing your ass and hell. Dude, he's so good. He's he's so good. And men- you're right. He is menacing as fucking. Yeah. It's such a different villain, especially for that era of like horror movies where either your antagonist talks to you and he's antagonizing you or he doesn't talk at all. Right, so you have like Jason and Michael Myers, the yep. silent antagonists, and then you have like you have the Freddy, Freddy Kruegers and the Ghost Faces, Ghost Faces too, which is another one, which <sighs> I know. which which I also did a dive on. I watched I watched uh, Scream One, Scream Two, and then Scream Three. I haven't seen past the first one. Okay, but I do like uh, Ghost Face. Yeah, he is probably I think the most humorous. <clears throat> humorous slasher because he's just a guy yeah like he's just a normal guy but like when you see him like at like climaxes in the movie he's like tripping and falling and he's like running into shit and it's super funny because he's like ah fuck yeah (laughs) no i like that i like that sense of like being like a human yeah and i think that i think that's one of the oh i did see scream four randomly I don't know how I skipped the other ones. But yeah. I, I end up seeing Scream 4, but it's like they want to make Ghostface this like, uh, on like ominous entity. And it's like, well, part of the reason why that movie did so well is the fact that he was just a guy. It was real. And it, it was, was like, um, this could be anybody. It, it was, was just a, a guy in a costume. Exactly. And it was a very meta take on the whole genre as a whole. Yeah. And that was all by Wes Craven. A fucking genius, by the way. Yeah. So um, Wes Craven responsible for... Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger. Um, and in the 90s, he, he kind of did uh, Scream. He kind of switched to Scream a little bit. So a little different style, like a little different form than Wes Craven. But you still get that that manipulation and that yeah. kind of like mind fuck. Have you seen the uh, Wes Craven's version of Dracula? I have not. Oh, dude, that is, a, that is a must watch. Fucking classic. Okay, I'll put it on the it's list. A, it's a spin on the original 1930s uh, Dracula. Okay. Um, and Wes Craven just fucking crushed it, dude. He does a great job. He does. He does really. He good does work. a great job. What I really appreciate about Ghostface is even though he's human, he he really fucks with you hard. Um, like the opening scene of the first movie, and he's yeah he's, he's calling he's, the girl. Yeah, he's calling all his victims. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" He's like getting them in, like getting in their head and shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's just that mind fuck that he's like, oh, where am I? And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking... Like, you don't know clever. where he is, and then he pops up. Yeah. It's so clever. And it makes you think. But but uh, so so I did a dive. I did Ghostface. I didn't watch any of the Nightmare on Elm Streets this Halloween. or Sorry, this, this October. But that's because they're so familiar. See, and I watched the first and second Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time this year. Oh, okay. And I've owned them for like over a year because my goal was to buy all of the classic films, even if I haven't seen them yet. Yeah. It's like, dude, you got, if you're a fan of horror, you got to have this shit in your repertoire. You know, you have to have it in your collection. Yeah, absolutely. And I knew it's like, I these like, are the classics. These are like, you can't call yourself like a horror junkie or like a movie buff. You don't have these classics. Exactly. And I was like, well, I can't be a poser either. Yeah. 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 I gotta fucking watch uh, them. I gotta watch them. <laughs> and I watched the first and second one. That was one of the lists of, I, I don't know, dude. I watched a horror movie every single day this month. Yeah, dude. It's fucking fantastic. <sighs> it's so I've never good. been happier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, like, just like, dude, I love uh, it. And like, <laughs> sometimes my roommates get sick of me because I'll still want to watch horror throughout the year too, which we do. Yeah. But I definitely. Like, I'm never not in the mood for horror. I know. Like, in October, it's just times 10. You know? Yeah, exactly. Times oh, 10. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, and no yeah. one can fucking tell me otherwise. Yeah, this is when it's acceptable. I'm like, okay. I'm like, it is yeah. October. It is time to put on horror movies. Nobody can say shit. Even my brother's like, hey, do you want to watch something funny? I'm like, no. Not in October. I'm like, it's October. It's horror movies every <laughs> night for a whole month. <laughs> Dude, I almost have a big enough collection to watch two horror movies every night in October. That's fantastic. Yeah, I think I'm like up to like 45 horror movies. I'm trying to get up to at least 62, so if I could, if I needed to, or not needed to, if I wanted to, yeah, I would watch two horror yeah, movies yeah. in the month of October, every day. Right. Um, but I will say, Ghostface is good. He's got nothing on our mans. Michael Myers. Oh, not a fucking thing, dude. Can't even touch him. Uh so I made my brother watch because I really wanted him to enjoy this with me. Yeah. I'm like, dude, Halloween kills. It's coming out. I'm like, but if you're going to watch this movie, you have to watch. Cause he doesn't follow it as much as I do, mm-hmm. but he still really enjoys horror. Like if I'm like, Hey, let's do this. He's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds awesome. Let's check that out. He knows, he knows 1978 Halloween, but still I'm like, you need to rewatch it. I'm like, so we watched Halloween 1978, the original. Um, shout out, John Carpenter is fucking still greatest. Still the goat. It's my favorite horror movie of all time. 1978 Halloween. Love it. It's definitely up there for me. Yeah. Not my favorite, but because slasher isn't my, like I told you last time, sci-fi horror is my shit. Yeah. Sci-fi and cosmic horror is my shit. So that's, not, that's the reason why it's not in my top five. But it is definitely in my top ten. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'll accept it. I'll accept it. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, and so so we watched 1978. Then I'm like, okay, if we're going to watch this new one, you need to know that the new Halloween 2018 negates all sequels in the past. So we need to watch Halloween 2018. And then, and then we'll go see Halloween Kills when it comes out. And <coughs> excuse me. I, like, oh, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. It's so good. 
Halloween Kills or Halloween 2018? I mean, both are great, but which one so, are you starting with? So the thi- Well, you know what? Let me start with 2018. Um, because at first, I didn't know how I felt about it. Because I'm like, okay. Like, n- okay. I could put it this way. Halloween Kills is what I expected, is what I wanted from Halloween 2018. And so... Halloween 2018 was still really good. I really enjoyed it, but a little bit anticlimactic for me. Okay. I'm like, I wanted to see, yeah. I was like, I wanted to see more Michael. He was still great. It was still great. And then when this movie came out and tied it together, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, now I love both movies because you can't have one without the other. It's still... It's not Halloween Kills. It's not. It's not its own movie. Halloween twenty eighteen is its own movie, or at least the beginning of one. Yeah, Halloween Kills is a direct continuation from that. Well, and then they're making Halloween Ends next year, and I cannot wait for that. I want to see how this wraps up. I yeah, it's gonna be yeah. good. And the way I look at it now, too, we were. I literally just thought about this while I was sitting on the couch. It's like. To, who I can you were, you were telling me somebody didn't like it because it was like there was no plot. Yeah, I was really. listening to a podcast. Um, I'm not going to mention who they are because it's. I mean, it's really not important because. I mean, everybody has their own opinions and stuff like that, and everybody's entitled to it. I just didn't agree with 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 their opinion, and what they were saying was like, "Oh, this movie has no like, it has no story." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, like." They're like, it doesn't progress. And I'm like, okay, I, I get it. But that's because it's not its own story. If you're going to look at it, you need to look at it as 2018. And it's basically like a part one, part two kind of thing. With the part three coming behind. With a part three that I'm looking forward to. And I'm kind of, I'm really curious to see how they're going to tie it in. And also how they're going to wrap it up. Yeah. And um, fair warning to everyone. I know this movie just came out. Spoiler top. Spoiler. Not uh, not right now, because there's a few points. Oh, I I need to. <laughs> I'll, I'll be writing a spoiler uh, disclaimer in oh, the description perfect. before this. Like before anybody even. Okay, let me put it this way: If you have not seen Halloween Kills yet, do not listen to this episode, or at least stop at this point, or at least stop at this point, because. I mean, top, we're, baby. We're yeah, getting in. we're getting in. Yeah, we're getting into everything. I'm not going to leave anything untouched. No stone unturned. Exactly. Um, Sorry, we're both burping from these yeah, pumpkin these porters. Fucking deers. Worth it, though. They're so good. So damn good. <laughs> but um, anyway. No, but so when I was thinking about it, too, when you were saying that, that, that and you, you sent me the podcast. I didn't have time to listen to it. I was at work, and I just don't have, I'm usually just playing something, some music quietly in the background. Right. I can't really focus on any podcasts when I'm working because yeah. I'm constantly getting up and out. And um, But anyways, so I didn't get a chance to listen to it. I did listen to like the first couple of minutes of it and they're like, yeah, we don't like it. I'm like, okay. But when you brought up the fact that it's the sequel and it's like the middle and it's kind of the climax before the third movie, yes. all I thought about was the fucking Lord of the Rings, baby. I, I cannot watch just one Lord of the Rings movie. I'm no, not, you can't. You got to watch it. If you're going to watch Lord of the Rings, dude, you gotta watch the whole trilogy. It's all one story. Exactly. It's not. 
you have to look at it objectively. So you have to tie in. First of all, if you're going to make comparisons, if you're going to admit the fact that the new Halloween's erase the sequels, you can't compare this Michael Myers to to the, the sequels to the Michael Myers and the sequels because this is supposed to correct all of that, correct all of that, and kind of display Michael the way John Carpenter wanted him to be displayed. So you have to look at it at least with that perspective. You know, I'm not saying they didn't happen. I mean, obviously they happened. We yeah. all we've all seen them. Well, and you can still watch those. Ones you can still fun. watch them, but you can't try and compare this Michael to to those Michaels those if this one's erasing all that. Exactly. And uh, you know, I still I've actually only seen of that original sequels. This is this is my fifth Halloween movie that I've watched. Okay, because I watched the original Halloween. And then I watched the second one. And then I watched Halloween 2018. And then I watched uh, Halloween Kills? No. I actually watched Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. And then watched Halloween Kills. And everyone, look, okay, here we go. And I'm going to, this kind of ties into <laughs> Halloween Kills because I actually personally really liked Season of the Witch. I'm just going to throw it out there and everyone fucking hates it. It's the black sheep of the whole franchise and I get it. It's different. It's definitely it's different. different. One um, day it doesn't even have Michael Myers in it. Exactly. Well, and then John Carpenter, after the second one, he was like, well, I, he wanted to make the Halloween franchise an anthology franchise. But I will give other people credit that like anthology series even if you're going to do an anthology movie, you got to have more than one story. It, it's perfect, like Tales of Halloween, perfect example of a Halloween-themed anthology. The movie Trick or Treat, perfect example of a, another Halloween anth um, anthology series. You can't have like a full one-and-a-half-hour runtime movie and then like, oh, the fourth one's going to be a different one because it's part of this, it's yeah. part of this huge anthology. It's like that doesn't work like that with anthology films because it's they're they're more supposed to be bite sized. However, I I did like Halloween three a lot, and I loved the fact that they used those masks from the, Halloween the costumes. Yes, yeah, dude, for, for the little dickhead kids. Yes, they used these. Uh, so if you've never seen either one of these movies, Halloween three has these like. Um, it's like a pumpkin, a witch, and a skeleton mask. And it's this silver shamrock is the company, the factory who makes them. And I'm not going to go into the plot of that whole shit, but basically they like at midnight on Halloween, they have this like signal that comes out on the TV and all the kids are told to wear their Halloween masks. And then the fucking mask just like destroys them. And it's actually really brutal. And there's like a bunch of bugs and snakes and shit coming out of like the kids' mouth. And it's like, it's actually really metal. Um, but the masks in particular, I really liked the way they looked. So yeah. they brought those masks in Halloween Kills and I just fucking lost my mind. It was, I loved it. Yeah. And I get I get the whole argument that people are like, well, okay, if those movies never happened, why is he giving like you like these little like hints and kind of like homages to, to those movies? And it's kind of like, yeah, but he's trying to play to everybody's like, for the people that did like those movies, like here's a little something for you. Exactly. It's like a little treat. That That's what it was to me. And even though I just watched Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, last week before we watched it, yeah, I fucking lost it. Because like I said, I'm one of those people who liked that movie. 
it's just one of those things where it's like, oh shit, like that's that's fucking cool. Yeah, I always appreciate little Easter eggs. Yeah, you can have Easter eggs, and it shouldn't be like such a big fucking deal. Like, yeah. just let you know, let the director have a little bit of fun and pull from other parts of the source material, even if they're non-canon. You know? Yeah, like, that doesn't that doesn't like change his story for the movie it's just it's a little easter egg for the people that did like and it's fun and you know what if you have a big problem with it honestly just film your own movie Uh, yeah (laughs) i don't know what to tell you yeah anyway but (laughs) what really like this movie halloween kills got me from the beginning i mean like right off the bat i was hooked i was like this is this is already awesome and i'm pissed because i actually missed the small little opening scene in the back in the flashback oh officer what hawks hawkins yeah yeah but i did watch it later (laughs) okay okay so you did see that yeah i did see that i was standing in line for my nachos guys i was oh by the way this is the first time i went to a movie theater in over a year Yeah, it's weird it was weird it's weird going back you're like i don't know how to i don't know how to behave do i go over here it was so, I talk to this guy? I was so <laughs> fucking nice, dude. When I was like, hey, can I get nachos and can I get extra cheese? What will that be, $12? I don't give a shit. I have not been here in forever. Let's do this. Dude, it's, the only thing I got was a large Coke. Do you know how much that was? Seven. Yes. Was it? Seven dollars. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, like, these fuck, out. dude. And honestly, I don't give a shit at this point. I, I love the movie theaters. Well, like, I did it for the movie and the experience, but I'm like, dude, seven fucking dollars for yep. a large coat. This should be like two dollars. Yeah. No, I agree. Seven dollars. Yeah. Get out of here. Anyway. But no, yeah. I just, I mean, like the last movie we watched in theaters was Birds of Prey. And then that was in February. And then it, like a month before that, we watched Sonic the Hedgehog. On, in January because me and my friends were super big movie buffs and we fucking love going to the movie theaters and not being able to do that for over a year like a year and a half is fucking sucks so this for my first movie coming back to the movie theaters yeah was fucking perfect I couldn't have asked that's for awesome, a better movie dude. I, it, that's how I felt awesome I was like oh I'm back in theaters I'm seeing something I really want to see and dude was it phenomenal yeah I did not let I was like down. a kid in a candy store I was so excited <laughs> um, but what what really got me in the beginning is, um, but in order for me to explain that, I have to take it back to the very first movie. So first movie, it ends with Loomis unloading a whole cylinder into fucking Michael Myers yep. as he falls over the railing. Now the movie ends, Loomis walks up to the railing, looks down, Michael's nowhere to be seen. Motherfucker's gone. He's gone. <laughs> and then all you hear is his breathing end of the movie so you know he's alive he's gone you hear his breathing he's alive halloween 2018 he somehow got captured we don't know how he's in he's been in captivity for like 40 years in this mental institution at smith's grove yeah now at halloween kills two movies later uh it takes you back to a flashback with a young a young Sheriff Hawkins. Ugh, sorry, my nose is so congested, so I can't pronounce the right. words that I want to say right. You're good. <laughs> it's like Hawkins. But uh, uh, so it takes it back. And what's really cool is how they depicted Michael back to that night in 1978. So they go back. So it's 2018. They do a flashback to 1978, which is 
awesome. Awesome. Because now in modern times, you get to see how they would have portrayed Michael Myers. Yeah. And I will give kudos to the uh, actor who plays the shape. It's the same guy, right? Uh, from 78? No. No, it's a different actor? No, it's a different actor. Oh, shit. This guy's fucking huge, by the way. Yeah, he's He's a huge. tall fucking... This Michael Myers <laughs> is a big fucking guy. Yeah. Uh, no, but what's... There's so much to unpack with this movie. Um, so what I really like is when they do the flashback to 1978, you see a version of Michael Myers that's a little younger and a little bit more aggressive, in my opinion. Because you have Hawkins and his partner who are walking through the old Myers house. And the attention to detail in this was great. Because you see the German Shepherd dog that he kills in the first movie. Yeah. Um, kind of like torn open on the floor in the living room. And he's like, he's like, hey, there's a fucking dead dog here. And he's like, what? He's like, nah, nothing. <laughs> and they just keep walking <laughs> upstairs. Um, and I'm like, shit. I'm like, that's crazy. That's the dog that he killed from the first movie. I like uh, the, the you're, you're right. It is attention to detail, and they yeah did a, such a good job with that. Yeah, and then um, and then you see a version of Michael Myers where like I've never seen Michael Myers like even remotely move fast, but like he was hiding and ambushed this cop and like sprinted out and like pinned him up against the wall and started choking him. And I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, that's a fucking aggressive ass Michael Myers. That's I'm like, but terrifying. but he's younger. Yeah, but like he's younger. He's a little bit more angsty, I guess. You get, that's a word for it. I'm not sure if that's the right word to describe it, but it's more aggressive. More yeah, more, more eager. Yeah, he's like he's younger. Yeah, yeah. And so that, and they also made the mask white again. They made it look like a brand new mask. It was, it was clean, nice which touch. was yeah, it was a very nice touch. I'm like shit. That's really fucking cool. But they talk about how Michael was just always staring out the window of his sister's bedroom. Uh, and then that officer was standing in that same spot looking at it because he used to be friends with Michael Myers when they were younger. Yeah. And then that's when Mike ambushes him. And then Hawkins is nervous. First of all, for the guys that are like, okay, hang on, before I get into that. <laughs> um, so Hawkins gets nervous. Um, Michael is using his partner as a human shield while he simultaneously strangling him and Hawkins is trying to get a shot off and then accidentally shoots his partner in the neck and his partner starts bleeding out. Now Michael starts walking out and like escaping and then Hawkins turns around and he starts firing shots and he's missing. Granted, Michael's moving very slow. However, for the people that are like, how is he missing? <laughs> I'm like, well, you've clearly never shot a handgun. Yeah. And then he's super nervous you're not taking into account the fact that he's a rookie. He's like brand new to the force and he probably hasn't had that much firearms training. But not only that, when you're that nervous and you just shot your friend, like you're not going to be cold, like cool, calm and collective enough to fire a shot off at a moving target, no matter like how slow it's moving. I'm like, you're nervous. There's adrenaline. You're shaking uncontrollably. I'm like, you're not. You the chances are you're gonna miss, especially with a handgun. Yeah, and you just killed your friend. Yeah, accidentally. The so. funny part was about that is like, <laughs> this part was funny is because he's like trying to stop his friend from dying, and he's like applying pressure to the wound, and then he just kind of stops applying pressure to the wound, and he's like, oh, 
is like, I'm so sorry. It's like he's just letting him bleed out. I'm he like, what like, are you oh, doing? My bad, bro. My bad. Yeah, and he's just like spewing blood. I'm like, cover the fucking wound. And then he just kind of dies. And then I'm like, all right. Was <laughs> you just gotta take take that as you, as it is. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, so that was really cool that they take that flashback and then they fill in the gap, and now you see how Michael gets captured, because as Michael is escaping from that situation, he's walking down the stairs. He's not in a rush. He never runs, but he comes outside to be met with like an entire police department aiming guns at him. So he like stops and then Loomis comes in and he's like, did he kill again? Did he? And then Hawkins is kind of frozen with fear. Yeah. Um, but you see them kind of capture Michael. So you see that it fills in the gap and it's like, okay, there's a little bit of closure. And I like that it was, it, it was all done so effortlessly. Honestly, they, honestly. They, they, I thought they put it together so fucking well. I, I, I would agree. I'm like, this is, they're tying everything together. Like everything was seamless to me. Exactly. And by the time we get the third movie, I think I think we're I, mean, I think we're in for a fucking crazy ending. And like I think <laughs> I think our part two is gonna be fucking nuts. What I mean, what a part two though. That part two, <sighs> so good. This I mean, this is up there for me. I really enjoyed it. It's, I don't know what it is. Um, so at least in nineteen seventy eight, I feel like they were limited with the stuff that they could do. Oh yeah, so His you don't budget get to was see, really low. Yeah, so you don't get to see as much Michael Myers as you wanted. But this is the first time we saw him, so we're like, this is incredible. Then it's like, like I want more. Like I want to see more Michael. Like I want to see him at his full potential, basically. And so 2018, you still don't get that. Yeah, it was. It was still. It was great. It was, it was great. Great, but it was great. Still kind of tame. But knowing that it builds up to this masterpiece that shit was this shit was good you, you, we got like all of those gory ass kills we wanted we got more of that it's so, very violent so horror movie rules dictate that the sequel is going to be bloodier and gorier that's true this one was it's been that way for decades yes this one was and you know what it they did it so well so tastefully you get to see some really cool kills they did it. Um, they did it tastefully without it becoming like torture porn. Yeah, it, it's not a, not a saw movie. I'm, yeah, not, I'm like not a fan of saw movies. It's gore for the sake of gore is. Yeah. yeah, it's it's torture porn is what it is. Yeah, but no, I agree. I, I liked all the kills in them. Um, I kind of felt like Lori took a little bit of a, of a backseat in this movie. Obviously, because yes. she got stabbed, and she is an older person. I mean. Um, I can't remember the actress's name. Jamie Lee Curtis? Jamie Lee Curtis. So, fuck, I'm so that same podcast that I was listening to, they're like, well, they built up Laurie Strode to be like this big badass. And then and then now for this movie, she's like non-existent almost. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what do you expect? I'm like, she got stabbed by like a fucking 10 inch knife. And she's like 60, 70 years old. Yeah, she is older. I'm like, what do you think she's gonna do? Just shoot that freaking uh that freaking opiates in her ass and then she's she's fine. Which she does do in the movie, and it's hilarious. It is. It's so fucking good. But they make it realistic. She like she's bedridden for like basically the whole movie. And it's understandable. Um I I do I will say that I do want that trilogy 
to finish with her. Yes. I, I will say I want yes. her to be one to be, to be the one to take him down if that's how it works. It would be very poetic be being beautiful. that she was in the first movie. She was the original protagonist. She was the final girl. Yeah. She it's, was like one of the first final girls in yes. horror movies. She's the scream queen. It's Jamie scream Lee Curtis. Yes. That movie made her whole career. She deserves that final blow on Michael Myers. Yes. Yes, it would be very poetic. Um I would love to see what they do with that. I'm really excited for it. Can't wait. Yeah, I don't even know how they'd take it from here, but I'm fucking ready for it. I have no idea either, but you know what? I didn't know at the end of 2018, and then they did this, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to talk shit anymore. You guys just... Yeah, obviously... I'm like, you do you. Obviously, you're, you're doing a great. Plan. There's yeah. a bigger plan. We just got to wait for it. And keep an open mind. Yeah, the, first, the 2018 movie was great. Um... But then watching Halloween Kills made the f- Halloween 2018 even better. And they both complement each other. Yeah, you can't have one without the other. That's what I mean. It's like Halloween 2018, um, that's the beginning of your story. Or sorry, actually, 1978, beginning of your story into 2018. Um, and then uh, Halloween Kills, middle of the story, and then Halloween ends. End of End the, the story. story. That's your beginning, middle, and end. Nice. You can't look at Halloween Kills and look for a beginning, middle, and end within Halloween Kills. Yeah, it's it's really just a bridge movie. And, you know, people can point out that that's the weaker part of it because it is part of a trilogy. And a lot of people say that, like, usually the first movie is pretty strong. Um, second movie is going to be, like, probably most people's least favorites. And then the third movie is going to finish it off. And then when you watch all three of them together, then it's... Like, everything's going to make sense. Yeah, everything's a masterpiece at that point. So Yeah. I can I can understand where people are coming from with, by saying it's a weak movie. I don't know, dude. We got the fucking kills. We got Michael Myers doing the damn thing, killing everybody. And we got brutal kills. And we also got a lot of like the younger kid actors grown up now. Yes. In that this was, movie. That was really awesome to see. Um, it's another one of those Easter egg things that if you're, it's a treat for fans is what it is. Yeah. So but it, it also you, like adds to the overall universe of the Halloween. Series. Yes. That, that's an expansion, like. which is really cool. And you get to see, okay, so yeah, these kids don't just like one and done back in the seventies. Now they're grown adults and they've dealt with their own trauma because of Michael. And now they form a fucking ragtag team of, uh, well, bandits, not bandits, but vigilantes. Vigilantes to go fucking take him down. Yeah, because that's it. Well, the cops aren't going to do it. The cops failed them, so we're going to do it. They take yeah. powers in their own hands. Spoiler alert: it fucking ends horribly for all of them. But yeah. <laughs> hey, man, props for trying. Okay, props for trying. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, basically the storyline of Halloween Kills is it takes. So in 2018, we leave off Michael trapped in a basement, the house on fire. Um, Halloween Kills opens up with that little flashback and then it cuts to um, it cuts to the same house in 2018 still on fire um, the f- the firefighters are on their way to to Laurie Strode's compound and uh, to stop the fire put it out to stop the fire and put it out and the firefighters go in one of them falls through the floor into the basement where Michael is. Um, now you see what they do. People are like, oh, I don't know how he survived like the fire. 
they kind of show you is he was hiding in fucking Laurie Strode's gun safe, basically her whole like arsenal behind a steel door. Yeah. Which I'm sure if it persisted to burn, he would have at some point died. It's a big oven. But you see this firefighter who gets stuck down there and he's laying and he's like, mayday, mayday. He's like, I fucking fell through the floor. And then you just see this steel lock. He's laying on the ground and you see the steel locker door just slide up and it's like, oh, there he is. That shit is fucking, dude. What oh a great God. fucking scene. What he's a like, grand Just slides entrance, over. You're dude. like, fuck, here he is. That fucking scene. He's like, there's somebody down here. <sighs> and then he just fucking murks that dude. And he murders all of the fucking firefighters. Oh, my God. It was, because it, you never really, up until now, we've never really seen Michael Myers be, like, challenged in any way. It was always, like, like, you don't really get to see anybody put up, like, a really good fight. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. Like, so, you can't see Michael Myers at, like, full potential. And that's what I always wanted to see. And this movie does exactly that. And that's one of the reasons why I love it so much. Is because, like, Michael Myers just killed two firefighters that were trying to put out the fire from inside the house and looking for survivors. And then he he makes his way out of the house and waiting for him is, like, what, like, 13 firefighters? Something like that. All it's armed. Pretty, pretty big number. Yeah, and the first dude is, like, spraying him with a hose, and he walks right up to that dude and just crowbars him in the face. <clears throat> and then sort of, like, every guy, but... Michael Myers is a massive dude. He's a big guy. <laughs> I always think about like what I would do in that situation. I'd probably just die, obviously, like everybody else. But like I'd, I, when I was watching that movie, I was like, "Wow, this this fucker's huge. Like he's yeah. so big and intimidating." And because of the fact that like you know who he is, yeah, you know who he is. You're like, "Fuck, dude!" And he like you see bodies all over the fucking like lawn. Like this dude did all of that. Yeah, his kill like count. three sheriffs. Like <laughs> his kill count in this one is fucking nuts. He turns a du- he turned a dude's head into a fucking jack o' lantern with a torchlight. One of fucking my, fantastic. One of my favorite fucking scenes in the movie. That was such a sick ass kill. I love I love Michael Myers' subtle displays in this new franchise. His creativity, dude. He he really does get creative, and it's a really cool side of Michael Myers that you get to see. I and think. it's great because you don't really get to see him set up or profit, but like. Do you see the aftermath? You see the aftermath of it, or I just picture him like Bob Ross painting. You know? Yeah, there we'll, we'll do a tree there. But it's just like this dude's fucking head. He's like, yeah. He's like, like, he's like, I'm gonna hollow your head out. Yeah, and I'm gonna stick this police, uh, I'm gonna stick this cop's fucking flashlight up your throat, and then we're gonna light you up like a jack o' lantern. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, he'll look at the camera. He's like, let's get a little crazy, and he'll just do something fucking yeah. outlandish <laughs> shit with his, his displays. And I'm like, you know, he's proud of it. You just know it. I'm like, yeah, and he and, and, and does he wait for you to admire it? No, he's gone. He's gone. He doesn't give a shit. No, he did that for himself. Yeah, like, that was for that, himself. Dude. He's like, I don't give a fuck about anybody else. This is he's like, this would be funny. Exactly. <laughs> no, and I like that. I like the fact that even though we have all of these movies in this franchise, you know, whether you want to count the non-canon sequels or not, obviously they exist. You can't yeah. discredit they exist. Um so we've seen a lot of Michael Myers and I like the fact that I feel like this one brings it back a little bit to basics and just like there's no real reason reasoning to his madness. He just is the embodiment of evil. He's he's evil incarnate. Yeah. He's, which is what like 
And there's been arguments that like, oh, like his whole reason is Laurie Strode. It's not. Like I don't think it is. Yeah, it's not. And then they're like, okay, so if it's not Laurie Strode, why did she like? Why did they spend all this time? Why did she spend all this time training for Michael Myers if he if she thought that he was just coming for her? And I'm like, yeah, but I think she was just she knew he was just gonna be back. She was always gonna be prepared and regardless if he was going to go after her or not, she wanted to make sure herself was prepared, prepared. And she was preparing to take him out for good. That's why we had this true. That's why we had the traps in the house. Right. In addition to that, um, up until this point, we thought that Michael Myers wanted to go after Lori Strode. That's what everybody in this whole timeline thinks was telling us. Yeah. Right. Because, she was his last victim. They got away. Naturally, he would want to come back. Now, what we find out in Halloween Kills is it was the doctor who brought Michael to who brought Michael to Laurie Strode, saying, and then so now we get this plot change, this change in the storyline. That's like, oh, he's not really after Laurie. Yeah, it's not about her. It's yeah. So, so she didn't know that until this night. So. Naturally, yes, she still would have prepared her whole life thinking that he was coming after her. That's my whole point is like it wasn't up until this Halloween night that, oh, okay, so it was the doctor's fault and it's not. But Michael's here now. See, and the funny thing is, too, um, even though Michael doesn't see Lori at all in this movie, um, her daughter and granddaughter see him. And he knows who they are. He knows who they are, and but the and and actually, now that I think about it too, when uh, when they when the sheriff explained to Lori that Michael wasn't after her, and it was the doctor who brought him to her house, I thought about it. I'm like, yo, towards the end of this movie, everyone comes to Michael. They remember that what he does is he hides, he kills, and then he goes back home. Yeah, he goes back to the Myers house. So that angry mob follows him to his house. So. Obviously, he's going to kill people in his way, yeah. in his wake, wherever he goes. But, like, he's always, that's that's the only, like, I won't call it a motive because he doesn't talk. No. So, I won't say it's a motive of his, but he does always find a way to go back home. Yeah. And it's like, okay, everybody is not, I can't even say they're in his way, but, like. they're Well, they're trying to take him out, and he's like, well, you're just not going to do it. Yeah. You're just not going to kill me, dude. Sorry. Yeah. And, and it's like, okay, if you live in his house, you're probably going to die. Speaking of which, that scene is the <laughs> fucking greatest. One of my favorite scenes in the movie, too. The, I, I will say that the comedic relief in both 2018 and, and this one? Halloween Kills, fantastic. Both very tasteful. Done fantastically. I really enjoyed these characters. It's a Halloween movie. You have to understand that like the characters aren't going to last a long time. Yeah, so there's maybe like there's maybe like a handful of characters those that will survive. Can, those are the ones you can attach to, and I even thought that all the kids who, you know, were in the old movies that survived, they all get killed. It, by the end of the movie, all of those kids that survived got fucking killed. Yeah, except for Lindsay. Except for oh, was it Lindsay the one who got away? Yeah, from the park, okay. and then she was hiding by the tree. That's right. That's right. Then, but the yeah. two other dudes that were that were growing up. They fucking got murdered. Yeah, Tommy Doyle and uh, and Lonnie. 
Yeah, see, I'm uh, glad, I'm glad and, we're having this conversation with you because I don't remember. Names. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and was it uh, the nurse? Uh, is it Marion or the old nurse from the first movie? That I can't remember. Which is really cool because with her death, they kind of they take it back to that first time she encountered Michael when he ran up the back of the car onto the roof. Oh yeah, and he runs on the roof of the car. Yeah, and, and he runs exactly like he did in the first movie. Oh fuck! It's that nurse. Yes. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's even better. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Because that was like the first time she saw Michael Myers in 1978. He run up. He ran up on the car, and she barely escaped him. And he stole her car and drove to Haddonfield. Fuck. That was damn. That's a good detail. Hey. See, yeah. What are we talking about details, dude? Details. That's that's what I'm saying. That's nice. why I was just like, ooh, dude, I was that's like, that was good. good. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then um, she's getting ready to shoot Michael. She goes like, "This is for Doctor Lewis." And then uh, her gun's empty. Yep. Her gun's empty. And then Michael fucking stabbed the shit just out of her. Fucking murdered her. Just fucking cold blooded. Cold blooded. <laughs> but the uh, going back to the the comedic relief in yes. this movie, it's this fucking hilarious gay couple, and it's little little John and Big John. Yeah, they it, call each other. But you know what's funny though is they. It's always Big John and Little John. They never call each other anything else. Yeah. He's just like, did you hear that, Little John? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Big John, I'm over here. Dude, that shit was fucking funny. And they're they're the couple that live in the Michael Myers house, or they live in the Myers yeah, they, house. Yeah, they, it's been 40 years since, it's been more than 40 years since since the massacre of the Myers, like, since he killed the sister in the Myers house. Yeah. And so now the house is renovated. There's a new gay couple living in it, and they are... Two of the funniest fucking characters I've seen in a horror movie. They're fucking like they're great. they're perfect. I thought they were placed perfectly. Yeah, they're, they're honestly their their role in the movie was super short, but it was so fucking good and so it memorable. was super funny. It just takes you out for a second. You're like, man, this is. And then, but I'm like, oh, dude, I feel bad for when these two dudes oh, are gonna yeah, get it. Gonna get it's fucking like, murdered, dude. You're just waiting for it. You're just waiting for yeah. it. But while you're waiting for it, you're enjoying these characters, and you're just like, I really wish you guys didn't have to die right now. And there was a lot of characters, and just in general, honestly, there's so many characters in horror movies that I'm just like, I don't give a fuck yeah. about you. And if your role in a horror movie is to die, you're not meant to be super memorable, and that's okay. But then you, you, this is a smart way to do it. If you're going to make people die left and right in your movies, that's totally fine. It's a horror movie. But give us a little bit of characters. Give us a little bit of character, like... For the time being, we don't need yeah. a whole fucking story arc on their. their no, I don't need a synopsis lines. of their fucking like their, origin story in <laughs> their marriage and how they met. I don't need that, but make their scenes super fucking memorable and fun. And it doesn't. They don't necessarily have to be funny. You could have had a different couple that was more serious, just maybe more clever banter and different yeah. situation. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Make your character, you know, every now and then make some fun characters that are just memorable and comedy i think in situations like this work better yes and because i was fucking laughing and it was just yeah. fun and then they got killed and i was like fuck i was really sad yeah. about that and they're, they're honestly the only deaths in that entire movie that i really gave a fuck about yeah you're like oh but yeah. another thing that's super satisfying is everybody that you want to die dies dies and that is so good not only that but the brutality in which, like, you get to see some really creative kills yeah, in this do, movie. Dude. You're like, fuck, I never would have imagined that. And it's <laughs> that fucking kid, um, Lord, Allison, Cameron, Allison's Cameron or whatever. boyfriend, Cameron? Yeah, Cameron, I think. Yo, I don't, I, don't remember, I don't remember the kid's name, but there's like a, it's like a staircase, 
and it's in the Myers house. It's in the Myers house. It's the staircase in the Myers house. And Allison, Lori's granddaughter, falls down the stairs and fucks her leg up. And I think he had already killed her boyfriend by that time. No. So what happened was is uh, he, she was, she had so that. Okay, so they walk. So the, there's Lonnie. Lonnie is the father to Cameron. Cameron is dating Allison. Yeah. Uh, and Lonnie goes in the house first. So Lonnie, so obviously they're all in a car together. They're hunting Michael Myers, and he, he figures out that he's going back home. Uh, and so they pull up to the Myers house, and then um, Lonnie has second thoughts about bringing his son and his son's girlfriend to uh the house of Michael Myers where he most likely is. And he's a notorious serial killer. He's like, fuck, what have I done? He's like, you guys wait in the car. I'm gonna go inside and check it out. And so he does. They hear a gunshot. <laughs> Fucking you know he's dead. Instantly. Uh, Almost instantly. Yeah. Like you're like, all right, he's fucking dead. Um and so now Allison and Cameron go in to investigate. Now at this point in the storyline, that gay couple that's living in his house is already dead. And they got fucking killed pretty brutally. Too. Pretty brutally. At least, at least, well, at least Big John. Big but John. You, but you don't see Little up. John really get killed. Nah. Um, Big John. Holy fuck! Do I feel bad for Big John? Ooh, he stabbed him right through the fucking. <laughs> so Big pit. John has a little uh, charcuterie knife <laughs> with him as protection, and he's clearing the rooms of each house. And then I forget how he gets spooked. I forget how Michael comes up on him. I think he was just in the doorway. Yeah, he's just he was standing in the doorway, doorway, and then Michael Myers takes his big ass steak knife. Steak, I keep saying steak knife. It's a butcher knife, and rams it up his armpit. And then, if that's not enough to add insult to injury, he grabs Big John by the head and squeezes oh, yeah. his eyes out. That shit was fucking wild. And they really, you really see his eyes turn to mush and kind of gush out the top of Michael's thumbs like dr pimple popper yeah like he just popped a blackhead and i was like oh i was like it was so gruesome that's that was another one of my favorite deaths that shit was brutal and then he just and then he just drops him on the floor and then he goes at so he just killed big john and then little john hears all this struggle going up and he starts heading upstairs and at this point michael myers is looking out the window like he always does not looking out of the window he's staring at his own reflection in the glass. And little John finds Big John on the ground and then sees the back and he knows it's Michael Myers. He just killed his fucking husband. And it's the Myers home and he goes, Michael, you've come home. Yeah. And then Michael Myers turns around and he fucking he goes and he kills little John. You don't see how. Um, but then cut to cut to current time and you have Allison and Cameron searching the house for Lonnie, Cameron's dad. Uh, and uh, and then Allison stumbles upon the two dead bodies of, of the Johns. You have uh, little John propped up against a dresser with Big John in a lover's embrace, which I thought was kind of poetic way for Michael to display the bodies. It was just kind of sweet of him. You're like, oh, that was going, kinda... going back to his artistic flair, bro. He's just an artist. You know? Yeah, he's he's, he's an artist, but it's like just, just like your body's the canvas. Yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, I kind of killed you, but he's like, you know, you guys were good to each other. So he's like, so he put Big John's head 
st- I mean, he's still attached to his body. I should clarify. Uh, in little John's lap, and then he was, it looked like they were just kind of cuddling a little bit, yeah. which was kind of sweet. But then little John has a knife like protruding from his chest. But <laughs> and Allison pulls it out and takes it, and she thinks she's gonna fucking do something with that knife. Yeah. Well, what's funny is how long she was like observing the bodies for. Meanwhile, Cameron is off on his own, searching for his dad. Yeah. And then he's walking down the hallway, and then two like drops of blood land on his hand and his face. Then he looks up and his dad's body is like stuffed in the attic access. Fucking and his head's like sticking out and dripping with like the limbs and stuff broken. Yeah, yeah his fucking like body's folded <sighs> in half, dude. It's just fucking contorted really weird. Yeah. And then at that point, you see Michael Myers again rush. Rush out and catch you by surprise. And then he stabs Cameron twice. Yo. And leaves him on the oh, ground. Dude, every time, bro. And they actually, when they did show Michael Myers stabbing people, it was fucking brutal. You're like, oh, you're like, fuck. Oh, oh that's got to hurt, dude. Every time you hear that knife sinking, you're like, oh, fuck. It was very detailed. Not once. Right there. But twice. He's like, sheik. You're like, it's a big ass knife. You're like, that was enough. No, sir. Not for him. No, sir. Not for Michael. Not for this artist. No, <laughs> not, not for this Picasso, yeah. if you will. <laughs> uh, and so. Um, and so at this point, Lori tried shooting him with the, not, not Lori, her granddaughter, Allison, Allison tried shooting him with the shotgun. He raises the barrel shotgun, shoots the ceiling, and then he fucking hits the shit out of Allison, knocks her down the stairs. I, I'm assuming she breaks her leg at she the amount of pain so, she that she was in. Up. They, you really don't see much. She's grabbing her leg. Yeah. A lot of pain. I thought I heard a bone snap, but anyway. Uh, while she's at the bottom of the stairs, now he's having a little fun kind of playing with Allison. and With Cameron? By, yes. So, well, no, he's kind of like torturing Allison by brutally killing her boyfriend, in Cameron, in front of her. So he's taking oh, his body and like throw, like he's manhandling the shit out of this little ass kid. Yeah. He's like half his size. And so he's throwing him up into the ceiling and then throwing him down at the ground. Then he... Then he bashes his head through the railing of the staircase. Yeah, the wooden railing. Yes, and then he reaches over the top of the railing, grabs him by the hair, and is like, what I can only imagine is breaking his neck <laughs> yeah. multiple times. Yeah, he because I think there there's like a piece of the bottom part of because it's a wooden railing, right? And uh-huh. You guys know what fucking railings look like. So you bash a part of and there's like a small piece of like wood sticking out. Well, like a wooden pole. And I think he fucking shoves uh, Cameron's fucking throat through that multiple times. I think that's what he does. I think he was just like hitting it against like the top of the railing and the bottom. Oh, like the flat part of the, well, like the catwalk basically. Either way, it's brutal. Yeah, either way, it's brutal. I mean, like there's blood going everywhere and he's just bashing. You hear bones like just not pleasant sound. And then so now Cameron is essentially unconscious. You would think he's dead. Um, and then as Michael is walking down the stairs now, Cameron's head is you facing hear, down the stairs. Yeah. He's sticking through the railing and the stairs go past his head. And Michael is now walking down the stairs and Cameron lets out a breath. He's like, <sighs> and then Michael pauses, looks at him, turns to him, grabs his head and just, fucking, and just spins it 180. Just, uh, <laughs> And, yeah, then, and then Alice the is like, yeah. <laughs> so fucking good. And then Alice is like, yeah. And then to, uh, and then pretty much. 
we get After into the then, end of the movie. Yeah, we get towards the end of the movie. Allison's trying to run away, but her leg's all fucked up. And then Michael Myers goes there. Comes Karen. Yeah, Karen comes actually Karen. comes in. Oh yeah, she stabs, stabs him, him in the, the back with the with pitchfork. The pitchfork. That's right. So yeah, Karen comes. Finally, fucking does something. Gets a hold of Michael Myers' mask. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Then, and then taunts him outside. And so that's what happens. That's how he gets outside. Yeah. And so he's she's like talking shit to him this whole time. It's like, dude, you know. She's like, yeah. She's like, yeah. You want your fucking mask, Michael? Yeah. You want your mask? And she's like leading him down the alley. Um, and he's following her, and then he sees his mask. He he loses sight of her, but he sees his mask in the middle of the road. He goes to pick it up. He goes to he gets to the middle of the road. He picks it up. Car lights turn on. Finally, you get that fucking ragtag ragtag team of uh, citizens come in. Here's fucking little Tommy Doyle. Yeah, with the, and, and the rest of Haddonfield. <laughs> and I and I, I actually really like this scene. So there's another scene that I did not care for at all, and we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, this this scene right here with uh. With the citizens of Haddonfield, um, they all start just beating the shit out of Michael, shooting at him, fucking stabbing at him, whatever, just beating the fucking living shit out of him. And it was a cool, like, it was a nice, like, quote unquote, ending, what they thought was going to be the end. Yeah. And uh, he just, like, fucking falls to the ground. And some other fucking exposition shit is going on in the hospital with Lori and the cop. And, and, uh, just some other like expositional lines, you know how every movie has. That yeah. Shit. So um, as they're essentially winning, as yeah, they're as beating they're Michael, and you get this sense of hope, they're like, "Oh my god!" Even me watching, I was like, "No," I'm like, "This can't be the way it ends." I'm like, this isn't the end of Michael Myers. Not they, like this. They definitely made it seem like it was. They that you oh they really did. It was but very then, triumphant. But then it cuts to well, these scenes are sort of kind of switching back and forth, but it cuts to like. Laurie Strode talking to um, Sheriff Hawkins and how she's explaining that like no mortal man can endure what Michael Myers is doing and that he's more than a man and then that he's essentially evil incarnate. And so the more he kills, the stronger he gets. And so as you're hearing this explanation, it's cutting to them beating the shit out of Michael simultaneously with like Laurie's voice saying this voiced over him getting his ass yeah. kicked. And then when she gets to the end of his speech, like Michael fucking. They stopped. They stopped beating him, and then uh, Sheriff Brackett is like, "By the way, Karen, before she goes back to her daughter, just had to get one last stab at Michael while he was on the ground, and then just stuck a knife through his left the knife in his yeah through the back, like almost under his neck." And uh, so now Brackett's going in to like give the last blow, and he gives it. You know, the old evil dies tonight. Yeah, kind of thing. Shit. And then as soon as he gets close, Michael rolls over, rips the knife out of his shoulder, and then just slits his throat. Just dude. cuts his throat. And then now Michael gets back up, and starts obviously everybody's in shock and all. They're dude. like, "How the fuck?" And then just starts murdering everyone brutally. And now Karen, who's talking shit, she goes is back, back into, in the Myers house. She goes back into the Myers house. Goes into her sister's room. And is staring at her reflection through Michael Myers' sister, through Judith Myers' window. And sure as shit, in her reflection, she sees Michael Myers appear behind her. And he kills the fuck out of her. And he just slices the fuck out of Karen. Which is kind of cool because that also adds to even more motivation. So now Lori can be like, well, Michael Myers may have not been actually coming after me all this time. But he took my daughter. But he took my fucking daughter. Now I need to fucking go. 
Yeah. And I need to go fucking kill him. And then, you know, the granddaughter is going to be a part of it. So I'm sure they're going to do. Hell yeah, dude. They're going to do that fucking, you know, the granddaughter, fucking granddaughter, (laughs) granddaughter team up. (laughs) Yeah. Killing Michael Myers. So that's basically the gist of it. We kind of just walked you guys through the whole movie. Um, Yeah. I'm sorry it wasn't exactly chronologically, but. But those are the big events in the movie. That shit was fucking good, though. Honestly. Oh, my God, was it good. So, please. uh, I mean, you have to watch this with an open mind. Yeah. There'll be parts of this Um, movie you don't like. Like, I don't like the fucking riot scene in the hospital. That was was stupid. I don't even want to get into that. No, we don't have to get into it. There's just, like, this little riot scene because they think that one of the escaped inmates is Michael. And then they start. it causes a panic. And I was talking to my roommate about it, and he was like, well, it's about, like, mob mentality and, like, how unhealthy that can be. Yeah. And I get that. You know, you, you, you have that. It's that also lesson. a display of, like, how – it's a display of, like, how Michael instills chaos and just exactly. him being around. Like and, it's, and it's another one of his abilities, basically. Oh, you know what? That actually kind of makes the riot scene a little bit better because the riot, the, the riot scene is, like, a result of everyone in fucking crazy panic and fear because Michael's return. So I guess that ending scene – Although it ended up being for nothing when the, a lot of the townspeople beat the shit out of him. Yeah. That's actually kind of very cathartic. Okay. Now, yeah. all right. So you can kind of see that this town has been haunted by the fucking boogeyman for over 40 years. And that was like their taste of revenge. And unfortunately, didn't mean anything. But yeah. That's cool with us because. They uh, had a little bit of satisfaction there for a second. For just a moment, but yeah. I, I watch these movies because Michael Myers is my hero in the story. That's right, dude. He's, he's <laughs> my protagonist. He's my <laughs> protagonist. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're going to find problems with it. You're going to find problems with any movie, though. But then that kind of adds to like, so now you get a sense of like why Michael is being theatrical. It's these elaborate displays of bodies and stuff like that that's like sickening that is helping him instill this chaos. And this, Yeah. So people he's are the saying, fucking boogeyman. He's the shape. Yeah. He's the shape, dude. So now you get to see him like, oh, there's a reason he's doing that. There's a reason he's like putting these bodies and these crazy displays and stuff like it. He wants you to think it's all like, this is all a game to him. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm just having fun. He's like, and, and then that, that instills that this fear in people. Yeah. Panic. That's yeah, true. And he's, so you get this kind of elaborate like riot scene. I'm not saying it's a direct result of like Michael Myers theatrics, but like his like presence just the, his just pre- the presence like the mention the of his idea. name like he's back in the picture yeah that that's what instills it so the and, w- and worse than before because his body count is so much higher so much and higher this is the uh excuse me this all happens the same night too um it's a very long night this is a very long night for haddonfield i won't give away too many of the other kills because there is a lot of other really cool kills you just gotta enjoy them you just gotta watch them we gave you one of the most fucking brutal kills and no i thought the fucking cameron kill was the worst that one was pretty i thought one was fucking brutal that's probably one of the more brutal those two kills big john and cameron are easily one of the more brutal fucking scenes that we get to watch him do um but there's a bunch of other really fun kills that you get to see and like we kind of touched over him fucking up the firefighters but like no you when you watch him fuck up the fire you're like holy shit dude dude he's not fucking around yeah and that's where i got this sense of like i'm like dude this is fucking michael myers i'm like (laughs) i was fangirling hard yeah no honestly bro like (laughs) oh my god oh my god look at him do his thing yeah (laughs) i love it um no but uh yeah after we watched the movie dude i was talking to my roommates and uh 
specifically my cousin Anthony was like, dude, Michael Myers is my fucking favorite. And he just reminded me why he's my favorite fucking slasher. I'm like, you know Fuck what? Yeah, Michael Myers is number one. I like Jason's tight. Freddy's cool. Chucky's a little bitch, but he's all right. Ghostface is funny and he's f- what? Fallible? Fallible? Is that the word? Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he, he has his faults. He's a human. Yeah. And then, then there's also other B horror villains like the hatchet which is also a brutal slasher you should watch um, is that the one with victor crowley i don't the swamp it is the swamp victor crowley yep seen it with that fucking massive ass uh troll looking hatchet yeah holding? yeah yeah he's got it's like the double-sided axe yeah that shit was wild yeah. um and he's just like ripping bodies apart of it. but yeah yeah i mean you have all these really cool iconic slashers but dude no one fucking tops Myers. You can't, dude. His presence. So it's just him being there. Like, you're shitting your pants. Because it's like, it's fucking my, like, you're going to die. It's Anytime you see him, like, you're fucked. You're dead. There's, you're there's, fucked. No, there's nothing to stop. Like the couple next to Lori Strode's compound. Yeah. When they get fucked, it's like. Oof. We'll save that for you guys to watch it. Yeah. But it's fucking sick. What, okay, what I will add is what, what he was doing with the drone. Oh, yeah. was hilarious. He was kind of fucking with him. Yeah. A little bit. That so you get good. to see like kind of like barely a human side of Michael Myers. That like kind like, of, but not really because he's having a little fun. Like you would assume he's having a little fun with it. At least that's how I interpreted it. He's just having a little bit of fun. He's like, yeah, because she's flying this fucking drone and then she flies it into this back closet and then it fucking falls to the ground. Obviously, she just flew the drone into Michael Myers. And then the husband's like, let me see that fucking shit. And he's fucking flying it and he picks it back up and it stops. And then the fucking drone comes flying out of the fucking yeah. <laughs> laundry room out of the couch. Like, what the fuck? Who's back there? Yeah. And so that's kind of how he announces his present. And that is a beautiful fucking assassination of both of them. And I'm not going to ruin that for you guys. So you guys have to go watch that because I really enjoyed that one. Overall, honestly, if you're a fan of horror movies, you got to watch it. If you're a fan of slashers or if you just like michael myers and if you liked all of the non-canonical sequels and if you like these ones or if you don't like whatever just go fucking see the movie it's good it's It's good and i i really i really feel like this movie did justice to the franchise yeah i do i don't understand why because these reboots these reboot like the 2018 and halloween kills yeah and how it ties directly into 1978 yeah i don't no, because I've been seeing, and I don't watch this shit on YouTube, but I see a bunch of, because I watch a lot of, like, movie breakdowns on YouTube. Yeah. Um, And I watch a lot of horror movie breakdowns on YouTube, and I keep seeing these things pop up in my feed, and it's like, why Halloween Kills fucking sucks, or why Halloween Kills is not a good movie, all this shit. And I'm like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, you, you don't have to like anything, obviously. We are all subject to our own opinions. We obviously fucking loved it. We're gushing here for, like, over an hour. Oh, uh, Yeah. Um, you don't have to like it, but I will say it does deserve to at least be seen. Yes. Even if you don't like it in the Decide end, for yourself. Decide for yourself. If you watched it and you didn't like it, fine. At least hopefully you went and saw it in theaters. Yeah. That's a fucking experience all in itself. I miss that shit yeah. so much. Obviously, I can't say I'm not biased. I love the franchise. I like I loved I loved all of them. Yeah, and I love I loved the all of them. I don't see. I haven't seen a bunch of the sequels at all. I haven't seen any of the original sequels past the second and third one. But I love the I love Michael Myers. I think he's fucking great. I think he's number one slasher. Don't care what anyone says. Hands down. At least that's my opinion. Also, but like, I like I really enjoy what they did 
artistically with these two movies the way everything ties in together the way they tied it into the original 78 film very creative the creative deaths the i mean story writing wasn't like super strong whatever but it's okay with me that's fine um and i'm not a fucking director or a screenwriter so right i'm not gonna bash on it either it's like yeah it's a horror movie yeah that's fine um but yeah no i think this these new sequels are fucking phenomenal right i mean they were they that's what i'm saying is that they just really did it justice like I'm, I'm content with what they've done, and tying it into the first movie. And then it's just like Same. don't, don't, don't pay attention to these other ones. But if you want to, they're on, they're here, they're here. Like I'm, pr- I'm probably still gonna watch all of the other ones that I haven't seen because it's you, like I mean you have it. to, yeah. you have to just kind of understand what the whole dilemma is and the whole controversy around well, these new three movies. And it's like, I don't know, everyone wants to bitch about something all the time, anyways, but. There's always critics. There's always going to be critics, and that's, you know, it is what it is. But, I mean, a lot of these slasher franchises have all gone through these periods of, like, man, these are a fucking joke now. Like, yeah. So, you know, if you don't like the sequel, the new sequels, and you don't like the previous sequels, then, like, I don't know what you're looking for. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, dude. Don't watch them, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't like them, that's okay. Nothing wrong with not liking it. But, I mean,. I'm just saying for people who didn't like either one of the sequels, I don't know what you, I don't know what you're looking for. Just watch it or don't. Yeah, I mean, these are all opinions. This is this is mine and Sky's opinion of why we enjoyed this movie and why this movie was great for us. And I would love to watch, or I'd love to have a conversation with somebody who didn't like it one day. Yeah, and just kind of debate back and forth. Like, okay, I didn't like Hereditary when I first saw it. I fucking love Hereditary. Exactly. Dude. I'm so, obsessed with that movie. And you know what? Sky brought up a lot of good points. So looking back, I'm like, okay, this changes my perspective of this movie now. I'm like, I never really noticed that before. Kind of like how I showed you about the nurse, that fucking the way she got yeah. killed and how he climbs up the back. Yeah. I, well, because I, I didn't realize it was the original nurse. Uh, yeah. And I'm it, like, oh, fuck. That's yeah, tight. And it changes things. Yeah. You're like, oh, it this little piece better. of knowledge. Yeah. It makes it better. You're like, okay. But but that but that little discussion with me and Sky and kind of changing the whole plot a little bit that maybe I didn't understand or kind of didn't pick up on things. I'm like, oh okay. Yeah. But like I watched it once and didn't really give it a second chance. Sky watched it a couple times. I watched it once and I was like, I'm buying this on Blu-ray and I bought it on 4K and I'm watching it and I. It is a heavy movie emotionally, um, so just fair warning on that one. I can really only probably watch it once a year, but once a year I will fucking watch it because it is so damn good. I'm but probably it's just I'm, intense. <laughs> I'm probably gonna do that now with Halloween's one, twenty eighteen and kills now. Well, I watched, I watched those movies every year at yeah, least. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like this is like I always watch Halloween movies, but now I have like I like this story that I have now. Yes. Yes. That's like I'm excited for that. I'm like, this is now I need to finally there's like a hole in my heart that's now filled. I'm <laughs> like, this is the piece want. that was missing. And it's Halloween twenty eighteen and kills. That's that's really kind of completing the story for me. And I'm super excited to see, see what Halloween ends. ends. I want to see how it all ends. Yeah. And we'll get that. I'm fucking excited for it. Yeah. Well, as 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 we sort of wrap up here. Is there anything you wanted to tell our listeners 
um, anything that you got going on with Lazy Boy Sessions? Um, nothing that I'm ready to share yet with people. Okay. We have some things we're working on in the background right now. Um, I don't know if you have me on my personal Instagram. I'll text you that later. Okay. But um, on my personal Instagram, I did post a picture of me, Taylor, James, and Anthony. So James and Anthony, my other roommates. Okay. And I just put Lazy Boy Sessions 2022. So... I will just say that we're building up our team. And, I mean, James and Anthony have always kind of been in with Lazy Boy Sessions. But right. now, we're, now we're going to more included. Their, yeah. Now we're going to start bringing their talents out more. And all I can say is it's we're just looking to grow it next year. Um, like Fuck I said, yeah, dude. it's towards the end of the year. I don't really have anything new to share with anybody that we're working on that I'm going to give out. But um, you'll see a lot more of James and Anthony, and you'll see a lot more of their work next year. Um, and then obviously me and Taylor will be keep, keeping it rolling and we got other things planned and sorry, it has to be so vague right now, but I can't really yeah comment on much, but don't worry guys. We have, uh, we got some stuff brewing. Yeah. What and, about you? and, uh, you know what, man, um, really excited for the next coming months. Um, we'll be, uh, sorry, I'll be, uh, switching to video here. Oh, here really soon so i'm excited for that oh, um, you're gonna have to get me on a video episode hell yeah dude absolutely <laughs> absolutely uh <clears throat> what movie are we gonna talk about then i don't know could be uh oh you know what i saw a lot of trailers for some good horror movies coming up yeah down yeah don't give a shit we'll pick one yeah 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 there was um last night in soho which looks really interesting okay um there's the black phone which also looks really cool. I've heard about the black phone. And antlers, which I really want to see. I think antlers. Oh, we should talk about antlers. Yeah, we should definitely. Because that's probably the one that but I think it's only out for like one night or it's only like in theaters for Is like it? something like, I think it's something crazy like that. At least I'll that's what I heard. I'll figure it out. We live in different cities out here in Phoenix, so we probably won't go see them together in the movie theaters. Yeah, we'll link up. We'll link up afterwards. And uh, fuck, I'll. Dude, we'll figure something out. Dude, I'll I fucking guess. drive out to Scottsdale and fucking. Oh, I'm down either way. I can come down to Queen Creek. Um, oh, you, Chandler, but yeah. Is it Chandler? Yeah. Oh, shit. You're just on Queen Creek Road. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, Chandler. Okay. Yeah, I don't everybody know knows where I live now. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> nah, it's all good. You can bleep that out in post. <laughs> you live on feet. Um, no, yeah. My, <laughs> my bad, dude. No, nah, it's all good. I'm in, uh, I'm in South Scottsdale. Um, Queen Creek Road's a pretty big road. <laughs> yeah, that, that, bit, that bitch is big. I... I drove on this road. The first time I got to this house, I drove on this road for like an hour straight. Yeah. So you're good. No one knows. It's just big enough. Anyways, yeah, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to cut it there. We'll figure out the next movie we'll talk yeah, about. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. Uh, can't wait to do it again. Um, super excited for video coming up. Um, but we actually opened up this podcast with whose song was it again? Mm. Excuse me. Um, so as you guys know by now, I I um I run a music blog with my best friend Taylor on it, Instagram at Lazy Boy Sessions. Cheap plug, cheap plug. Um, I'm pulling up right now. So we have built a pretty pretty awesome community of different musical artists, and we're talking artists from like garage rock, punk rock, indie rock, hip hop, trap synth wave dark synth 
fucking metal, all kinds of shit. Like we, because we, we, because we explore so much in so many different genres, we actually have a really diverse group of artists. We have a, we have a huge lo-fi community. Shout out to the whole lo-fi community. Well, shout out to everybody. Honestly, we love you guys. But anyways, um, we opened up the song with network Nick's, um, montage smontage, which is based off of his 2020 album, nick work and this is like his like spooky album basically kind of deal it's like a it's like kind of dark synth synth wave yeah great um, tone to open up the podcast with by the way it was awesome nice. thank you and i will i wanted to give them a shout out to you shout out to network nick thank you so much for being part of the community um oh yeah that's right he actually follows you guys huh yeah that's awesome he's part of the community dude i love it i fucking that's love that's really it. cool i love how many artists that we talk to on a daily basis um and we just that's that's one thing you guys can expect next year is just building up on our community that's awesome man congrats uh and i think now we're actually going to close it out with turbo killer by carpenter brett an absolute banger (laughs) enjoy (laughs) 